up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba 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 ba. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. It's the end of the week episode. Mm, yeah. Interesting yeah. week. It's been. Yeah. Interesting week. Yeah. Uh, we finally revealed the special guests in mm. our previous episode mm. that we were teasing for like a few days. Yeah. Because it happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, Minister Shamugam on for yeah. those of you who didn't know mm. uh, to talk about very, uh, you know, sensitive issue, uh, Israel Hamas as well. Yeah. Uh, amongst other things. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a, a, a big, like, uh, episode lah, right mm-hmm. for us in terms of just in terms of uh, the topic we wanted to cover who we are getting on to talk about it and yeah just in terms of us in terms of organizing getting it together to, to happen as well lah. yeah yeah and I mean as always if you have thoughts on it uh, I mean hopefully it is a thought provoking episode mm-hmm. uh, we want to do more such conversations in future but just let us know your thoughts man yeah, yeah. but apart from that Terrence how was the week and don't talk about the weather I was going to. I was just about to. <laughs> well, what about it's the same same what? Yeah, but it's shook. So it's shook. Terrence, you know now even it. I'm thinking like, okay, Terrence, you get really nothing else that happened this week. Because you're old already, you're old, you know. You can't you can't you like so jaded by all these things. Mm. I try to look at it with a fresh pair of eyes every time. I mean someone did a poll uh on Reddit mm-hmm. talking about whether we should stop or not. I think it was fairly divided. La. Fairly but majority divided. still yes, la. yeah, still worth talking about. Yeah, it's worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's been rainy. It's been nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and today's episode is also is a change, like is a, a change in some way. Yeah. And why, Terence? Uh, just like the weather. Yeah. I think December is a time of of uh you know change, you know, and reflection. Mm. So actually, every year something that we've we've been doing is I like, look back at the year, like, Right. Mm. And now it's already December, so we thought, okay, why not? get started early yeah, yeah so i think this episode is the kickstarting that the retrospective kind of like looking back 2023 yeah and seeing you know what the big things that people talked about yeah. but this one in particular has a particular theme to it right? yeah what it's is basically that, episodes that triggered uh people including ourselves mm. because of some sort of questionable accountability mm. uh, and, a, and a lack of transparency yeah yeah. Um, and and the reason why that focus is also because we are working with a awesome partner, mm. uh, Landella. Yeah, yeah. So so for those of you who are, are not familiar with Landella, mm. they are a lo- a lending comparison service that helps you find the best personal loan in Singapore, mm. tailored to mm. you, no, Terence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tailored to you. It's it's not like your normal comparison sites where. They just send you, like, uh, tell you the advertise rates. Mm, mm, Basically, Landella comes up with, um, it strips away all the bells and whistles and shows you the final advertise rate based on your profile. Mm, mm. Uh, but there's a reason why we're working with them specifically. Correct, correct. And Terence, would you like to give a bit of context? Uh, I mean, talking about accountability and transparency, mm. uh, 2023 was also the year that we went public with our story about uh, our production, she's a terrorist, and I love her, mm. and how we basically got screwed over mm. by the whole process of liquidation as well, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Of the of the corporation. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it, in some sense, we went public with a lot of details about uh, the struggles, the financial struggles that we went through because of that, uh, right? Uh, including you know taking loans to pay off uh, people who had worked, you know, other freelancers and all who had mm. worked on our production. Uh. Mm. So I think. 
you know, we were quite fearful and quite embarrassed about talking about all these things, money related, right? Because in our Asian culture, you talk about money is a very, it's not the, the easiest thing, right? Mm. Um, but surprisingly, I think the response to the article and everything that we talked about was very good, right? In the sense yeah. that people are very supportive and really trying to find ways to help us. And uh, one of the people that reached out from us was the, the folks at Landella, right? Mm. Because I think the the idea that we came forward and talked about our experience of taking a loan and personal loan personal loan and yeah. and uh, also like yeah just talking about how uh, the lack of accountability and transparency from a business uh, really hurt us also like, right mm-hmm. I think that really resonated with them because that's a lot of what the what was the the principles driving their business uh. so mm-hmm. they started to talk to us to say hey can we work together on something like right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And and yeah, like it was nice because you know, like we always tell our listeners and viewers that if you want to work with us, reach out at contact mm, Ministry mm. of Funny. And this is an example of a partnership that came out of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um yeah. so so yeah, so I mean we they when we were thinking about how to work with them, uh we came up with this idea because like what Terrence said, we always mm. do our yearly reviews, which yeah. we will do the final week of December mm. about in general. But this one specifically because feels like this year there were a lot of topics that triggered a lot of people. Uh. Correct, correct. So we're going yeah. to do a countdown of the top the five. F- top five. Yeah. Top five most listened to episodes of ours that had to deal with stuff that was triggering. And uh, due to a lack of transparency. Yeah, uh, due to a lack of transparency. Yeah. And and yeah. I mean, uh, get ready to relive some trauma. <laughs> uh, but we also would appreciate it a lot if uh, all of you listening could just help us with a, 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 a short survey uh, where we're just going to ask you like three questions. Mm. So it'll take you like two minutes. And the first question is essentially, after you listen to us joke about these five topics, we just want to know which one triggered you the most. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. you just imagine like even when listening to us, if your blood is like curdling and all right, yeah. just just answer the survey. And what can they win, Terrence? Uh, a $50 shopping voucher. Yeah, five. Five, five of win. them. Five yeah. of them will win. So I think yeah, in, in tran- for the since we're talking about transparency, the idea of this is that we want to really understand how this podcast, you know, how you guys feel about us talking about this podcast. And, and I think even for our partner, Landella, to also understand how people's feelings are when they listen to this, like, even yeah. though it's a, like we mentioned, can be quite triggering in certain ways, like, right? Yeah, yeah. But just understanding your responses would really, really help us and help our partner to understand, uh, you know, like working with a podcast, like Yala, but how that actually works for them. So for all those people who've been really supporting us this year, I think it's, this is one way that we can really get a support like, is to mm. show a very clear response to someone who who is eager to work with us, right? Like, yeah. Like show them that you enjoyed this episode and and tell us your thoughts about it also. Like. Yeah. Uh really, yeah. If you if you've been wanting to find a way to support us, now is the time, my friend. Yeah. Won't, uh, won't cost you anything. In fact, you might even win fifty dollar shopping vouchers, vouchers uh, five of you, yeah. which we'll release the names of in two weeks. So if you could fill up the survey in the next week, that'll be great. Yeah. And the link to the survey is in the show notes. So please, please. Check it out. It's all there. All right, cool. Cool, uh, cool. Terrence, so shall we start with the fifth most listened to podcast concerning a triggering transparency issue? Yes. And how are these ordered, actually? How I mean, just ordered? in terms of listens. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so there is, an, uh, there is a, at least a little bit of an order to it. Like, it's not like we randomly decided. Oh, yeah, decided, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, correct, yeah, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. And I mean, this is quite nostalgic because this was the format of our first live show. The one at National ah, Gallery, yes, yes, where yes. we also reviewed the top 10 most listened to episodes of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The previous correct, year. Correct. Yeah. So coming in in fifth place, yes. uh, this is uh, episode 459, actually quite recent. Mm. Uh, it's the one about Shamugam disputing the, the Straits Times, Israel, Hamas, op and MBS launching 10K, Taylor Swift, 
concert packages. Mm. And I think we're focused on the, the second, second topic. Yeah, yeah, not, 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 <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with Shamugam and, and all yeah. that. Lah, right? yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this was a topic that, I mean, I remember when we were uh, like uh, covering it, it was essentially how it felt like what goes into these packages, mm, mm, right? Mm, uh, and we've had some some people respond saying that, hey, you know, like uh, certain, what, the Piazza suite, if you spend 5K a year or yeah. something, you automatically get upgraded. I think it's basically there's a membership, different membership tiers within MBS itself. Like. Yeah. So if you bought the $50,000 Taylor Swift MBS concert package, mm. I think you get a free six-month upgrade to the Paisa, Paisa uh, level of uh, membership. Like, yeah. Which, you know, Interestingly enough, people on, on our subreddit actually came forward and really went into details to explain uh, what you have to spend to achieve each level of the membership, right? Mm-hmm. So all, all this, you can actually really like take our word for it. If you, can't, if you don't take our word for it, I mean, don't take our word for it, but just go to the Reddit and look up the comments to this particular episode and you'll see that people break down how much you, sh- you should spend and what you get uh, for free la, as part of that membership. La. Yeah. So so I think in this episode, we spend quite a bit of time thinking about the value of, of you know, what uh, the 10K package versus the 50K Taylor Swift package would bring for you. La. Yeah. And, and another thing I learned is about the, the price of the, su- the suites as well, la, right? You know? Which was how much? Eh? Uh, I think, um, I don't know the exact figure, but it almost... It almost makes the 50K oh, one... Oh, it's about 1,000 plus per night. The cheapest yeah. suite at MBS. Yeah. So it almost makes the 50K package maybe more value for money because there's like literally for... It's literally for four people, right? Mm. Uh, versus the 10,000, which is only for two, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but why... why, why if you... Okay, now you know it has, uh, dust has settled. Why did this trigger you? Uh, I think it triggered us because of the... Not to say lack of transparency, right? But... Mm. But uh, maybe in some ways that you you don't exactly know what you're what you're getting out of the whole thing. I mean, they they do list it there. Yeah. But like you know the in terms of the membership, the different membership tiers, and how much that is worth, and how much exactly that is worth, you don't really know lah. You mm. just know it's part of this grander package that costs fifty k more lah. And I think the triggering part maybe it was maybe not so much about the what lack of transparency, but it's that uh, it's not something that. Is catered to us, la, right? Mm. Sour grapes la, a bit. La. Mm. Yeah. So, so it means the triggering thing is less about the the transparency per se, but just that you you it's not your cup of tea. Eh? It's not directed at at, at us la, and it makes uh it has make, gives you that feeling of like, you know, oh uh things in Singapore are not uh, really just for more for tourists and everything than for the locals. La. Yeah. You know. But yeah. again, again, uh I think what we will spend a lot of time trying to do is to to yeah just sift through even what they lay out as what you get what you what they're pay what you're paying for right mm. sift through and better understand just on a you know item by item basis are you yeah. getting your money's worth because I think that's a lot of times that's that's what transparency is about right you just put it out there you know uh, rather than use a flowery language to to dress it up and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we did find out that you get a sampan, right? right? <laughs> yeah. The sampan, right? The sampan, right, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, so, so I mean, we've also had some people come forward and explain, uh, yeah, like, I mean, the, the sampan, right, as, as part of like the paisa, is it? Mm, I the, think, yeah, the, the, the membership, yeah, the membership, you get like free sampan, right, every month. Uh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free sampan, right? Uh. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, since then, right, like um, in terms of the, the transparency also, I, mm. I actually found that 
the whole Taylor Swift thing is so uh so manic, right? Because mm. she's coming she's coming in March, is it? Uh, is it March? Yeah, I think March because okay. uh, Coldplay's coming in January. There mm. is now a, a, a crowdsourced Google spreadsheet mm. where people are using to trade, sell or buy. Uh. Because there have been so many things on Carousel that have, where people have been scammed and all. Like mm. this spreadsheet, it's like, uh, I mean, there are 50, like almost 100 people who have put down that, uh, okay, they have these tickets yeah. uh, and they are looking to swap for another day's tickets. Uh, I see. So basically, there's a column for holding, uh, looking for additional notes. Mm, 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 mm. Ah, so I was like, hey, shit, this is a crowdsource attempt at uh, being honest. La. Yeah. Yeah, which which I found quite interesting. La. And I mean, like, I don't know, the whole Taylor Swift thing. Next year, next year actually a bunch of concerts. Eh? Coldplay. Taylor Swift. Jerry Seinfeld apparently coming Jerry next Seinfeld June. Jerry Seinfeld coming, yeah. yeah, heard, yeah. So interesting. I think when Taylor Swift comes, it's going to be crazy. La. Yeah, the crazy thing is that they are, you know they are coming for like a long period. La, more than yeah, like yeah, a exactly. week plus. It was like a residency. Yeah, like it feels like it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should reach out to, what, imagine what, imagine if she comes on our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd have to like mortgage our riot, house or something. It'd be a riot. Uh. Why, a why mortgage riot. your house? I don't understand. You think she'll come for free? Oh, you mean in terms of paying her to appear? No, no, I was thinking more like the security and everything and then just people just be chasing her down and paparazzi and all that. In our in our building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, uh, we had Shamugam ready, so... Yeah, yeah, security-wise, we're good. <laughs> That's yeah. like we're, we're, good. Clear. we're good. We're clear. We're clear. Uh, all right. But yeah, I mean, if anyone has like... I would love to be able to talk or at least like just get a sense of... Uh, if anyone bought actually bought these packages, la. Mm. If anyone has has already bought these packages, packages, or you know someone who has bought these packages, I think yeah. let us know because that would be insane to be able to understand what what uh, value people are getting out of this. La. I mean, if you bought a fifty thousand dollar package, we you come on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's part of the package. Yeah, that's part of the package. Yeah, you get a <laughs> appearance on the Yalapan podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't can't guarantee you that there won't be a clickbaity title next to your face. Uh, like, yeah, I yeah. paid fifty thousand dollars to see Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 but that is part of the package. <laughs> correct, correct. We're being fully upfront. Part yeah. of the package. You buy that, you can yeah. verify it. You will come on our podcast as a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good deal. Yep. Okay. Cool. Then, mm. uh, the 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 next most listened to episode that um triggered people mm. was episode four four eight. This was like a double whammy, man. Yeah. It was a, the one about the DBS services being down uh, and all the major disruptions, as well as uh, the news that Flash Coffee is quitting Singapore. Yeah, Flash Coffee, the big tech-enabled uh, coffee chain, right? Yeah. That, that opened uh, in a flash, yeah. pun intended, in Singapore. Yeah. And also left in a flash, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I would say, yeah, both these topics were quite triggering for people, right? Mm. Even today, a month plus removed from the DBS outage, uh, I think people still talk about it, right? Yeah, they talk yeah. about how, how you know, memories of how they couldn't pay for stuff that day. There's articles uh, since then about how people were carrying around tin cans yeah. and piggy banks with them to pay for stuff at NTUC and, and things. Yeah. Uh, it's quite funny, right? And one of our listeners actually put on Reddit that she was a bridesmaid during that weekend oh for a wedding. God. And it legitimately... Uh, affected some people. Uh. Can you imagine what? Fuck! If like, uh, like during my wedding last year, if there was an outage, right? Yeah. I'll be damn pissed <laughs> off. <bro. laughs> the number of you get. 
<laughs> because I have totally like withdrawn on the day itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then if if they can't pay, like to chase them also, correct, it's correct. not say you you sold them something and they owe you, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if like a week later, hey, Terrence, how are you, man? Yeah. Uh, just about, wanted to follow up about the angpao that you mm-hmm. couldn't give me last week. Yeah. It just also feels like shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, so since then, I, I've put my money where my mouth is. Uh, I've started to carry cash on me again. Like, you know, like chunks of cash. You mean for me. a while you went cold turkey? Eh? Yeah, cold turkey in zero no cash. No cash at all. For, for a long time, yeah, in fact. I would say, yeah. But now, like, I carry, like, I don't know, 50 to 100, I mean, don't, don't rob me, but 50 uh, to $100 on me at uh, all times. Uh, because, yeah. Transparent, just, Terrence, I'm transparent, Terrence. 50, 50 oh, to 100, 50 la, to 100 la, okay. Because it's just, now it's just a matter of, like, literally I have to fold the notes up to put it in my little slim wallet, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it, it has really led to a bit of a lifestyle change that way. La. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I think it's more reinforced because as much as I'm all about, like, the apps and shit, right, I've mm. actually always been carrying money, la. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. quite surprised that you say you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. To me, it's like it's it's a it should be a binary thing, lah. If you promise that it, cashless future, then you back up the cashless future, lah. Apparently, but even last failed, la. yeah. last Friday itself, first December, there was an outage, unexpected outage. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't hear much about it, though. Did yeah. You, do you hear anything about no, it? No, I'm just seeing some some articles, la. And and I guess when the outage happened, it was basically it was a black box, lah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's why even in the days following, like when we spoke about it, it was around the 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 premise of like okay, like all we know is that there was some overheating at mm. the data center. Yeah, that was all we got, lah. Yeah, right. And then the measures that they've announced since are that I think like DBS is not allowed to have new acquisitions for like six months. Yeah, and I think the management said that oh, it will be reflected in management compensation. You know, yeah, to to reflect uh the poor service standards, lah. Right. Yeah, DBS yeah. Had. But I think ultimately. My my big issue was like yeah they they just kept consumers in the dark la, when mm. it happened there was no like there there seems to be no protocol for like informing people that the services are down please find alternative uh measures or ways of doing things like right because or even like an SMS or something yeah an SMS or, or even on the app itself when you're trying to log in all we kept getting was like oh the service is very there's a high volume of people logging at this time please try again later mm. you know uh, rather than telling you like hey you know give us six hours and we'll get back to you, you know, give us how many hours, you know, mm. and we'll have an update. Then you have to go to Facebook and look up the the DBS page and everything mm. and see all the angry comments and how people were stuck in car parks, couldn't get out of car parks and things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I mean, like, um, I, I think just, uh, I, I don't know, man, like it's just not encouraging because uh, even the one like last week, apparently it was like delays because uh, high, high traffic from customers checking their balance at the start of the month. So, so it just feels like when you hear that as a customer, I don't know, man. Like, um, I've had some issues logging into to the the app since since this big outage also. Mm. And yeah, it just it just by having this this unanswered questions, yeah, like, it just makes you lose confidence, like, right? Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Flash, right? Correct. Flash announced that they were closing. And I think like the union in Singapore, like NTUC, I guess, was trying to fight for some sort of uh, uh, payment for the final wages for. I the, think it's the food and drinks oh, yeah. allied workers union. Yeah, 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 correct. And I don't know, like, like the not 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 clear what has happened since then, right? Yeah, I think there was the liquidators meeting, lah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, lah, they just laid out all the who were the secure and unsecured creditors. Mm. 
uh, like the plan of payment, I, I'm not very sure yet. Especially for the employees, like, right? I feel the worst ones you have to feel for are the employees, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially said that, uh, I think they were so angry, they said they were going on strike, but actually the truth was that they shut down. No, <laughs> the cafe yeah. just shut down entirely. Yeah. And I mean, like, even this whole this whole coffee thing, like, uh, this past week was Miracle Coffee, which is JJ Lin's coffee mm, coming up. Mm, mm. Do you know? Uh, I think he's had a couple of pop-ups, like, pop-ups, pop-ups in, in like MBS and stuff like that uh, yeah. last few months. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing about Flash Coffee, it's just damn sad because since then, uh, on one hand, you're seeing like all the old fogies like kind of close out, even Spinelli. Mm. Spinelli also closed and all these new companies coming out. But yeah. with regards to Flash, mm. it's kind of like similar to, to Hook. La. You know, they do yeah. this kind of um, like assholic shit and there's mm. there's almost nothing that happens to them. La. Yeah, yeah, right. correct. So it, it's, I mean, next year feels like there's going to be more of similar things kind of happening. Mm. But it's just, uh, yeah, la. like like the reason also was not very clear. Yeah. I mean, just business not doing well. Lo. And then, they, 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 but then they, you know, they're, they're still focusing on the other markets and saying that, you know, Hong Kong and all are still okay, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, la. I mean, when we talk about lack of accountability, lack of transparency. We've been through that process of liquidation, yeah. being creditors on liquidations. And we can tell you it's a deep, dark black hole for all the creditors involved, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, like, it's just even talking through that, mm. especially because now, you know, like um, the cost of living, it yeah. is a, it is on everyone's minds, Yeah. right? So I can imagine if you're an employee there, yeah, yeah, it's just not knowing. Like. I guess not knowing is the worst thing. Like. Yeah. It's like basically that outage that happened with DBS. Correct. Not knowing, you just feel like shit. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, do you also sometimes feel that when you go on runs, right? Mm. Uh, or like walks or anything. Or when you are going to a point and coming back, coming back always feels easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a real thing. Uh. Yeah. It's a real thing. Uh. As in, right. I think it's a psychological thing. Uh. Like, because you, can, you know the end, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you don't know the end. It feels very long, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. much longer. Yeah, it feels much longer. Yeah. And yeah, that was the fifth and fourth uh, yeah. in terms of listens. Yes. Um, so before we, we move on to the third, uh, we have a little little reminder about mm. our dear partner, Landella. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, did you know of Landella before they approached us? No, actually. I mean, I've heard of them, but not, mm. uh, I think... What, what I realized was that I probably had the uh, misconception about what they do. Ah, which was yeah. what? Which I thought they were loan providers themselves. Uh. Uh. But it turns out actually they're really just a loan comparison platform, right? Mm. Where they, they themselves don't underwrite the loan yeah, to anybody. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I know when I was taking the the loan for my HDB, even mm. though that is a loan from a bank, yeah. uh, I mean, Landela focused on personal loans. Uh, I know like um, there, there are many use cases why you could need personal loans. But I think anytime you're taking pers- a, a loan of some sort, there's there's a lot of fine print, la, mm, right? Mm, so, so even for the loans we took for Hook, the uh, to, for the for that Hook shebang, um, it, it's just about like you know how much you pay a month, yeah, how much interest you're getting, and yeah, it, it's just there are so many things that could throw you off. Mm, 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 so what Landella does, uh, it's you basically apply once, and based on your profile, even mm. using SingPass, yeah. they will basically go through all the clutter and tell you exactly how much you have to pay. Mm. Uh, which, now looking back, I remember, yeah, like, uh, getting getting a, the housing loan, going through the options was so difficult because you almost don't know how much you're going to pay. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. Yeah, and and I mean, yeah, like, 
I think the good thing is that as the consumer, you are getting the final amount mm. that you would have to pay. Yeah. Uh, and there's no real T and Cs. Yeah. And yeah. it's all free. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, Landella uses a reverse auction model. Yeah. So the the reverse auction meaning that the lowest offer wins, like, right? Mm-hmm. With I think they have more than 40 banks and lenders that actually bid for your your business, like, right? Yeah, exactly. So you really get uh, a wide swath of uh, options. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean basically yeah, helping helping you keep those customers accountable, mm. which was a big theme mm. in the third most listened episode yes. about triggering topics. Yes. And and what episode is that, Terrence? That was episode 434. Mm. Kinderland and ECDA address alleged child abuse and hoaching pictures caning diners who cheat. <laughs> I guess this one is the first... No, actually, it's somewhat of the second one also. But, but mostly the about, first. Yeah, like, mostly yeah. the first. Like. Yeah. Kinderland and ECDA address the alleged child abuse. Why yeah. was that not a transparent thing? I think it was because, remember, I think the whole incident happened and then there were videos leaked by a whistleblower, mm. you know, an ex-employee of Kinderland themselves, mm. who leaked videos of a teacher who was allegedly abusing the children. And uh, I think people were very shocked by the kinds of videos that came out of children being tied down to chairs, of being force-fed water, of being beat on their legs and buttocks. Mm. And uh, I think that triggered a big reaction from not just parents, but a lot of people are right, mm. seeing that this was wrong. But I think the response from the school after that was was actually, uh, was worse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it took quite a while even to get the that particular teacher suspended, you know, mm. from, from duty. And, uh, it, and there just seemed like, there was a lot of like, uh, there was almost like a concerted effort to like, you stop whistleblowing rather than stopping abuse within the school. Mm. I think they instituted like teachers cannot use like, phones, phones and, all, right? and all in the school, which was what the whistleblower used to record the videos, like, right? Mm. So I think lack of transparency is one thing, uh, you know, in terms of like transparency and how how you deal with uh, cases of abuse like this. Mm. But the worst part is when you are actively trying to stop people from, uh, you know, holding others accountable, like. Mm. That's what rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I mean, yeah, like, like she did try everything she could to raise it up, right? Yeah, yeah. Or at least that's just what she said she did, like, right? Yeah, going yeah. to management and everything. And it's just <laughs> stuff wasn't happening. So she just felt like she had to go public with it. Like. But like, like you know, not, you have a kid. So in, in the space of parents and kids, like, did you hear any any thoughts about this that, that since then? No, I mean, everyone was appalled. And mm. I think uh, all schools actually somewhat reacted to, to this news, like, right? Yeah. And some had to even like write their own like letters to parents. To some, that means some uh, school chains. I know the principals wrote to the parents to assure them of like, okay, how we ensure something like that doesn't happen in our school, like, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot more dialogue was going on between teachers and uh principals and parents or so. Mm. Uh, so in some way, I think it shed a very strong light on the on the industry, the early childhood industry, which again, I emphasize like one of the big things that surprised me as a parent is, is that none of these, the, the early childhood industry is not regulated in the same way like MOE is regulated. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's much more, you know, there, there's a, there's a set of standards, but generally each school is allowed to just do run its own programs and do its own thing, right? Mm. Uh, maybe I'm simplifying it a little bit, but 
generally that's what I find. So there's a very big disparity in how different schools do things. And Kinderland's not a cheap school either. You know, it's not like a, it's it's actually quite premium priced. So mm. uh, do you always get what you pay for? You don't. You don't know. That's the thing, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I remember when when it. it the news broke. It was because of the video, lah. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I'm sure if you read an account of it, mm, mm. it would it wouldn't have the same it won't carry the same weight, lah. Right? Yeah. The fact yeah. that we could see exactly what was happening, mm. uh, was horrific. I don't think I finished watching the video. Uh, don't. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just yeah, it's just like a defenseless child and all. Mm, mm. But uh, yeah, and the good thing is that there are a lot of measures that are happening next year, right? Mm. For for this sort of like... Uh, I think by mid next year, all yeah. schools, they need to have CCTV uh, throughout the school, uh, covering yeah. all angles of the school. Uh, because yeah, I mean, even since then, there have been other cases of uh, abuse that have been reported in in the newspapers of abuse of uh, kids in preschools. Mm. Uh, um, very, very harrowing to, to read the details of these things. And imagine that your own kids are, are in places like that and all. Oh, there have yeah. been quite a few more cases? I mean, even yesterday there was a case of a man who was molesting a two-year-old oh. child. Yeah, oh, two-year-old. Two-year-old. Yeah. Was it the music teacher or no? No, no, not a music teacher. This is the music teacher. I know which one you're talking about. That's eleven-year-old. Eleven. I'm talking about a two-year-old toddler. Yeah, and it's in the preschool itself, lah. They didn't name which ones or anything, but it's just like wow. It's like you just gotta be really careful. Yeah. Wow. And sometimes, sometimes how you even be careful, right? Because you put your your child in these places because you, I mean, you entrust the institutions, right? Yeah. Essentially, other option is homeschool. Uh, yeah, which I mean, then it's another yeah. bag of issues itself also, right? Yeah, you know, especially people who have the helpers take care of the kids and all that. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's 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 a tough one. It's a very tough one. Yeah, and and I guess like I mean I'm not a parent yet, but yeah. um, in some way like when you send your kid off, mm. there yeah, like what you say, there's a lot of trust that mm. you have to to place in the system to place yeah. in the system. Yeah, 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 it is. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And I mean, yeah, like it's just, whew, like a I'm I'm curious to see what would happen like next year when there are all those cameras installed. I'm guessing it's not gonna be like the cameras at the MRT, like you know we've got like five different directions, all those big ass cameras. It'll just be regular CCTVs, lah. I suppose so, but there must be some. There has to be something in place where they have to be recording, you know, like twenty four seven, yeah. And you gotta keep the records for I don't know what a week or something like that, la. But you, you don't think it will hamper the ability of the teachers? By right, it shouldn't, la, Right. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like if you, in a if you're in a public space and all that, you. I mean, the, and handling other people's children. Yeah, handling right? other people's children. If there's oversight, yeah, I think that should be expected, lah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that also you know, dark topic. But the next one, at least, it's a a bit more interesting. I mean, not necessarily more interesting, but at least a little more lighthearted, lah. Right. I think the the effects of it are not as almost egregious. petty. <laughs> almost petty. But something we love to talk about, and that's episode four six two. Mm. Long Island to be reclaimed of ECP and Taipan Cafe faces backlash for charging by weight. And yeah. this is almost like 
you know, like I, it's quite interesting that this was one of the more, more listened to episodes of Solar, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But what was this about? This type of cafe? It was what this cafe called Hundred Greens, mm-hmm. where they got a bunch of flag because okay, their whole business model is it's a sit down restaurant. Yeah. It's more like a cafe, right? Yeah. And in the middle, you have like trays of forty two different dishes. Mm-hmm. You go there, you take your how much of the meat that you want, and it's all weighed. And then you are charged for it, lah. Yeah. And every hundred grams causes costs three ninety eight. Yeah. So a lot of people are complaining because they will get them excited about the dishes. Yeah. And uh, they go crazy. You can even take one spoon. You can take ten spoons. Mm. And then their plate comes up to like twenty bucks, lah. Yeah. And they get them pissed off because they say, "How can chaipeng cost twenty dollars?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this case, right, the company was being damn transparent. Mm. Mm. But then still cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um. Uh, <sighs> No, no. So I think that was is something that we discussed on the yeah. episode, right? Where yeah. actually I didn't see the big issue yeah. with it because the company was being very clear that this is hundred grams is going to cost three ninety eight, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, it's laid out. You know, it's laid out there. It looks like Taipan on the surface, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a restaurant. It's mm. not like a sit down uh, kopitiam or something where you buy and then you have to find a place to sit. It's a restaurant with tables and seats and and like Google reviews and everything, you know. Mm. So you, it's kind of hard to expect that you go to eat this kind of place and then you think that you will be paying Taipung prices, lah. But why do you think it was one of our more listened to episodes? I think it's a it's an interesting discussion, right? Uh-huh. That, that that some people do feel like if, uh, this kind of it's if it's advertised as Taipung, which you I think you rightly pointed out in your sleuthing that you found that the early reviews. Uh, coming from the food bloggers and all that, literally call it Taipeng, right? Yeah. Uh, so if it's advertised as such, or at least it's, that's how they've been going around telling people what it is Taipeng, then they are it's false advertising because it's not really Taipeng Taipeng, mm. they they charge by weight and and that's a very uh, different business model from Taipeng. Mm. Uh, but I, I think some of our our uh, listeners also rightly pointed out in our comments that that's what they've been doing for Mala. The mala xiangguo, mm. uh, the mala hot pot dishes, uh, is, a lot of it is charging by weight. Or even like when you think about, um, what, what's the other dish? Yong Tafu. Yeah, Yong Tafu uh. also charges by item, uh, right? Mm. And then the, the store owner already makes the calculation to cut your sausage, you know, how many pieces such that each sausage represents, like that's the, that's the maximum uh cost of materials that they are willing to bear when you when you take one item from them right mm. so they've made their calculations and it's up to you as the consumer to decide for yourself if that that quarter of a sausage is worth paying for one piece because mm. you get seven pieces of young tofu per per thing right yeah you know so yeah. so i i feel like maybe just that it's a newer business model so people are getting used to it and uh but but Transparency wise, I thought it was quite transparent. Then maybe it's a because okay. So if a company is transparent, like okay, let's say even as a as a person, right? Uh, you can be as transparent as you want, but sometimes when you're when you just focus on the facts, right? Uh, there might be your your packaging might not be the best, lah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so in this case, because after we did the episode, after looking at the people listening to the comments, maybe it's just because they didn't communicate it. Uh, uh mm-hmm. well enough la. explicitly la, right? yeah explicitly yeah, yeah, and yeah. in some way uh by not communicating it explicitly it is how you say uh, there's a 
there's almost like erosion of trust there also. Mm. Like, right? Because you can go there and I, I mean I haven't been there. I want to go there. Mm. Um, but maybe could did they do all they could do to warn people uh that your cost is going up? I don't know. Mm. Maybe right. Mm. So you have a core offering, you say you are transparent, but if there's still something that's hidden, right, that's also yeah. not the best, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. Right. So maybe they need like Don Don Donkey levels of like, bang, like 100 grams is 398 kind of thing, like, right? Yeah. Signs everywhere. Yeah. Little mascot holding like 100 grams equals 398 kind of thing. Yeah. Then then you can say that they've done everything they can to be transparent. Or like. maybe an option like when you wait to, before the end, you're like, hey, fuck, this is too much. You can you back. take <laughs> You put back. Then that one will bring up like other issues. <laughs> yeah. Like I think the SFA, the Singapore Food Authority and then all that will get put involved. back. Uh. Yeah. Or maybe like, like uh, like you take it in bowls lah, right? And then you mm. weigh the whole thing, and then if you don't, want, then you just have to reject the bowl or something lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe. Or just have an angry auntie there to to be serving. To you remind la. you lah. <laughs> no, as you're picking, you're like, hey, you sure or not? It's not what cost you. <laughs> like just do 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 like a like ho- you're holding your plate. Also, she just pick like uh, visually, she can give an estimate lah. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Then it'll it'll give create one more job for. You know, yeah, exactly. Angry auntie. Yeah. Angry auntie. Yeah. Angry auntie. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Um, so that was number two. But before we jump into number one, yes. Uh, we want to just, you know, remind you guys that yeah, this episode was done in, in partnership with Landella, right? Yeah, yeah. And um I think one interesting thing about Landella that we've realized from talking to them a lot is that the really the focus is on the making Making life easier for the the customer, right? Yeah. And understanding that you know, as even as in an Asian country, talking about taking a personal loan and everything can be a very touchy issue that can you know make you lose sleep, uh, you know, and and make you really worry about things, right? And that, and they understand that, and that's why a lot of what they they're trying to do is to make it uh easier for you and to really focus on your experience as a customer, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, like some of the things that they they do like they actually will uh, have a, a actual human talking to you through yeah. this process, like, Right? Yeah. They can have an actual human talking to you. Uh, they call it a customer relationship team. Yeah. And they'll serve you through the whole process and yeah, like, just guide you through something that might be quite un, uh, you know unnerving the first time you're doing it. Mm. And uh, we understand, we totally understand that process, and that's why we thought, oh, okay, that's actually quite an admirable trait, lah. Yeah. Right. And I mean, one thing that I did wonder when we were first talking to them is like, okay, it sounds okay. You're offering this as a free service. Yeah. You are not the lender. Mm. Uh, you provide the human aspect of it, but how are you surviving as a business? Mm. And basically, that one also they were open is even on their website. Mm. If if someone were to get a loan from one of the forty credit uh, uh, lenders that are featured on their website, yeah. then they get a commission. That means if you're matchmate lah. If you're matchmate, matchmate and yeah. if the loan is dispersed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get a commission lah. It's like Indian matchmaking. No, I was just going to say <laughs> when, when you say, oh yeah, probably like, It is uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, Indian probably, matchmaking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I think even anecdotally they refer themselves uh, to themselves as Singapore's personal loan matchmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think matchmakers. Okay, so when I look at my mom and her friends who still sometimes dabble in matchmaking, yeah. that one got no commission lah. Uh, that yeah, one I yeah, think yeah. is street cred yeah, yeah. But for Sima auntie from Bombay, oh, I think that one confirmed commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirm. Yeah, but if they meet but they don't end up getting married, then you don't pay mm, Sima auntie. <laughs> You don't pay. Yeah, you don't pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go to Landella, you key in your details, they give you the end um loan amount. If mm-hmm. you don't want it, that's fine. Yeah. And yeah, they don't get paid. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, so so I think the the one thing is that, and we we did uh, speak to them, and they did say, yeah, like uh, the customer experience is a very uh, important part of the offering, Because mm. I mean, mm. even when we were going through that whole shit show, it yeah, like you, it's not it's not nice to just unload on friends also mm. or, or family. It's lonely, yeah. It's yeah, lonely. It's lonely. I always talked about this, like running your own business can be a very very lonely feeling, like, right? Mm. You know, because mm. only you know the ups and downs of it. And you can talk to other entrepreneurs and all, but you know, every business is, has its own different challenges, right? Yeah. So it's a, it can be a very lonely uh, thing, especially when it, when it comes to taking a personal loan to, to you know, cover any financial difficulties that you might be having at any point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Or if you've got a big, big milestone in your life, a big expense coming up, mm. uh, a loan, yeah, it, it, it's not say it shouldn't be talked about, mm, right? Mm. I think loans right now, they kind of have like a stigma kind of thing, mm. right? But in this case, if they provide you the info, it's ultimately your choice. Yeah. But at least you got the info. You got more, get more info. Yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, uh, speaking of get more info, yeah. that's something that we are talking about this episode, which is yeah. about transparency and making sure that all the information is laid out, right? Yeah, for yeah, consumers, especially yeah. from businesses. So what is the one most, number one most, uh, at least most listened to episode where we are talking about this issue of uh, This one was quite surprising. Uh, mm. It's episode 446, which is the episode with Seth Louis. Mm. Uh, and and where, where there was this whole kerfuffle about um, a bakery being pinged by s- someone from his team uh, offering a spot in like one of their listicles mm. uh, and charging for it. Yeah. I think it was 2.3K or something, right? Yeah. To be yeah. featured in a listicle that talked about oh things you must try, mm. and I think there was some element of them not being upfront mm. that it will be a paid uh, um, uh, post yeah. yeah, um, and then there was a lot of back and forth. I think Seth Louis himself came out and said, um, and, and defended it, uh, but it was divisive because it just felt like they felt like they uh, didn't think what that what they did was wrong mm, mm, mm. right? And there was this. I think there was a general message like this is how the media industry operates. Mm. Uh, you know, if you think that everything is like upfront and fully transparent and all that, then uh, it's very naive. Yeah. But th- that's the general message that uh, yeah, we were getting from, whether it was from Settler himself or even some members of, his of his team. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think yeah, on, on social media, right, they, some of the comments, I think this was a, it was a screenshot of uh, an alleged comment from him saying that if you're not happy, just say no lah. Right, mm, mm. why you have to post and why you have to almost not whistle blow, but share it with the media, la. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, since then, I think just like uh, uh, a few weeks ago, um, I mean, uh, after that, other people came out also, like Daniel uh, Daniel Food Diary, Diary Makan Sutra, mm. KFC, tola basically said, yeah, la, they they don't do paid reviews, la, mm. Which I respect. I hope it's true. Mm. Um, but. Like, did this kind of change how you look at uh, listicles about food? Or uh, like reviews or anything? I mean, I really am very skeptical. Like, when I go to a hawker center, and then you know some of them on their billboards, or at least the, the front, the storefront, they have all these certificates mm. of like, you know, fine cuisine and blah, 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 and all that. I'm always thinking to myself, like, wow, if you spent all that money to actually print and laminate or even put it on the on the actual storefront itself, like, right, as mm. part of the, the display. If you could pay for that, it, it you know, like that money probably could have been used for something else in the business, like, right? And and so to me, it, it really raises red flags when, when people like 
using those uh those certificates and all for for sort of like to show that they are good, right? But what sort of displays you see, sir, that would like look damn expensive or something? No, I mean like let's say there's a certificate. Yeah. But some of them it's literally printed as part of their the 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 glass yeah the on the glass on the on the storefront the logo next to a logo and everything you know oh so it's that big and that visible and you know it had to go through a printing shop right a professional printer and mm. everything to do so for you to hang your entire your the entire uh, your entire business on that on that mm. certificate tells me a lot about uh, the business mm. and more often than not like when I've bought from these places with that certificate like I've not enjoyed the food very much yeah so I am generally quite skeptical already of places that are you know lauded by uh, these food reviewers and all but do you do you often google for food food recommendations you know I do I do but I do I do the cross check like I will google I'll read about it on some blog then I'll go and check it on like Google reviews, mm. you know, or, or wherever, wherever else, else there's reviews, like, right? Mm. So just to make sure that there's a, at least it meets somewhere in between, like, where the the blog says it's very good, very good. Then you read Google reviews and you must, you must click on the most recent ones, like, or, mm. you know, rank them by newest first, like, right? Then you see the latest reviews and you see whether they match up to what the blog blogger was saying. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, if I see something, yeah, I would just put it in Google because, you know, it would, throw up all the results um, across different pages, right? Mm-hmm. And if you see it appear on more than one food recommendation list, I would assume, okay, like they can't be paying everyone, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and um, there must be some merit there. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think one big thing that, that a lot of people pointed out, or at least was polarizing, was even if you are transparent, where are you putting that this is paid content? Mm. I think for some of Seth Louis' article, it was all right at the bottom just as mm. a footnote. Yeah. Because even in our Reddit, some people said they actually don't have any issues with being like paid reviews yeah. as long as people are upfront. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. Like um, now, I mean, one thing that I often see is like, let's say if I'm looking for some app that we need for podcasts, like, you know, like mm, subtitling mm. or something, I'll see, oh, the best subtitling apps and all. Then it's quite, it happens quite often where these apps themselves are written by a subtitler. yeah. yeah. Right, then they will put themselves. You mean the articles themselves yeah, the are article. written by the the app, someone employed by the app, lah, basically. As in, it's on the app oh, website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be like an article, ten best subtitlers. Yeah, yeah. And they will be like number, number two yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that also feels like, uh, yeah, it's it's not being the most transparent, lah. Even for this episode, right? Imagine if we did this episode about transparency and we didn't talk about Landela. Yeah, yeah. Right, then it just feels like, uh, yeah, lah, like. No, I mean, we're, ho- ho- we're hoping that just by being upfront, it also mm. makes it more, yeah, like, we're not trying to cheat you or anything. Like. Yeah, yeah, right. that's right. So, so yeah, those were the the five most, uh, I would say, triggering episodes potentially mm. uh, all this year. But they, I mean, they triggered discussions like, about businesses and transparency and accountability, like, right? Yeah, for sure. But the discussions also were triggered because people were triggered. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It was a sure. triggering topic that triggered people yeah. and triggered discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so I mean, the one thing that was consistent across all, which in some way was quite heartening, mm. is that there's more and more attempts or more and more calls for uh, companies and even individuals to be accountable, mm. right? So, so another shout out to to Landella. Mm. Uh, one thing they pride themselves on mm. is kind of doing the heavy work for that, la, In mm. terms of keeping the companies accountable. Yeah. Um, because 
this whole lending thing same way you know like i was saying some uh, subtitle uh, companies they would post articles about the best subtitlers and put them there mm-hmm. uh, i mean sometimes you also see ads about the loan or yeah. loan providers or yeah. loan comparison but then they might be from the lenders themselves la. yeah right so so in this case yeah lenders not a loan provider you go to their website there's a bunch of faqs and yeah like um, i do believe their mission of keeping uh, companies accountable and being the voice of the consumer yeah that's right yeah so i mean for us like yeah la, uh, as mentioned earlier you know uh, we're doing this in partnership with with them because i think transparency was uh, it was a big theme for us this year so la, right when mm. we came out with our story mm. and you know things as evidence things that we've talked about on podcast yeah so this partnership has happened and yeah we want to show uh, we're hoping to to show that yeah uh, that the people listening to this they also care deeply about these issues that they hear like that's why they listen to it like right mm. and and how you can really show and help us out is also by you know going to complete that that little poll right yeah, the little yeah. survey that we're putting together for this which there's uh, some uh, like a question or two about what you hear on this podcast mm. and uh and some other things also like right about your thoughts about uh about Lendell's products and things right yeah yeah the link to the poll is in the show notes mm. it will honestly take you like 2 3 minutes max yeah right um and yeah we 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 hope you this episode is also something that jives with you. Mm. Uh, and yeah, if you could fill that up, you could help us out. You could help Landella out. You could help our relationship with Landella out. Mm. Uh, and, and you could win fifty dollars shopping vouchers. Yeah, yeah, especially with Christmas coming. Yeah, right. So we will re- announce the winners also in two weeks time, which is just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it might even be like a good Christmas gift for those of you who haven't got gifts yet. Yeah, right. right. Uh, so yeah, all the details are in the show notes. Mm. Check Landella out. Show them some love. And and yeah, help us answer the survey. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're not doing one short comment because I think we've talked a lot about Reddit comments already on mm. this episode. But we'll still do our one short thing. Mm. And what is your one short thing? Uh, my one short thing is this recent account that I found on TikTok. Mm. Uh, called Keep the Meter Running. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. Um, it, it was. I mean, the main guy. So basically, the premise is mm. it's a series of videos where this one host. Who is a comedian from Instagram that I've been following for quite a while? His name mm. is Karim. Um, so he would enter a New York taxi yeah. and just tell the taxi driver, "Take me to your favorite place and keep the meter running." Oh, cute! So it's like yeah. a TikTok documentary, and then yeah. they would pay him the meter. So at least okay, they're okay. not just like getting him to sacrifice his meter time. Yeah, yeah, so then yeah. they end up like he'll interview this guy um, from I think from who was born in China, came to New York when he was ten, and then they go to his favorite place, which is the casino at JFK. Mm. And they interview this other guy, and he said his favorite place is this Russian restaurant. Yeah. So then it's a mini documentary, and they just talk about the guys are bringing, and it blew my mind as a concept, lah. Mm. Especially mm. in this day and age when you see so many of this like. You know, feel good, kind of sit down on a chair in a well lit room, people talking and getting emotional. This one, it's so watchable, man. Mm, and mm. I think it's such a brilliant concept. It blew my fucking mind. Was it on YouTube or TikTok? TikTok, okay. Yeah, it's like a TikTok documentary, and actually got a lot of coverage. Even I think from the New York Times and all mm, that. Mm, um, and and the same guy hosts this other thing called Subway Takes. Mm. So it's like 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 I'm I'm packing it together because. The accounts linked to each other, and they got mm. covered by New York Times, and they got so much traction. Even Olivia Wilde. Yeah. So this one, he just sits down next to people on the subway mm. and asks them for their hot take, lah. I see, I see. So like one guy, uh, one one I saw was that 
he thinks he doesn't understand why people freak out just before they die. Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna like you know go into the afterlife, you're gonna go in like happy lah. So once you know you're gonna die, you just accept it. You get shot, you just accept it. Mm-hmm. Which is a controversial take. Yeah. But I just thought the concept, wow, it's brilliant lah. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my shock thing. Yeah. But what if they choose to go to a very far away place like overseas or something? Like they drive from US to Canada. Uh, no, like, I don't know. think. I think maybe it's like, <laughs> take me to your favorite place. In continental America. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. And I mean, if it's too far, then they just step out. Then oh, we'll yeah, never yeah, see yeah. the video. <laughs> but yeah, one one camera guy sits in the back with the host and then one camera guy sits in front with the driver. Uh, okay, it's okay. so brilliant. Oh, it blew my mind. If they did it in Singapore, it would be called like, keep the bus routes running. Because that's what people are trying to do. They're keep trying the to bus routes running. Keep the bus no, routes like Singapore, alive. The Singapore concept, <laughs> like the equivalent, I mean, not to just rip them off. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know, like, uh, uh, but but it just feels like what, well, like, what I liked about it is that it's so organic to New York. Mm. There's the taxi and the subway. Yeah, I would love to do something like that in Singapore, but not just rip off the idea, mm. But it's so genius. It's mm. so genius. Mm. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, there's a trailer released for you know a small game. It's called Grand Theft Auto Six. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, one of the I think the best selling games of all time. Uh, this is a follow up to that, right? From GTA Five. GTA 6, Grand Theft Auto 6. Like over the, I think two days ago, they released the trailer. Uh, now, at least on IGN, it's got like three and a half million views. But a lot of people, even celebrities, all that have been commenting about the game and people talk about how much sex and violence there seems to be in the game. And like, oh, everyone's like, starting a conversation, even just this small trailer, right? Mm. Uh, and so many people are looking forward to it and, and just waiting to, you know, uh, have adventures in the in that universe. So like. they're saying it's too much sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's got like bikinis. I mean, I watched that. Is I want to play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> probably drug dealing, everything like, All all that all the advice involved. Like. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking, how is this legal as a yeah, game? Yeah, <laughs> it's legal. I mean, literally, yeah. like, I, yeah, like you you shoot cops and everything in the game. It's it's oh, that's what crazy. happens. And I think it broke the YouTube record for a non music video in twenty four hours. No, oh, it yeah. got more than a hundred million views. Oh wow, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It looks insane. It looks like a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, it's also, it's it's really a cultural thing. And it's only coming in 2025. It's oh, not even it? 2024, you know. So this is, we're still a year and a half, probably a year plus away from it. But it's already generating so much buzz. Uh. Shit, man. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's quite interesting. And, and someone did point out that um, that this game makes the, yeah, it, it shows that the PS4, they basically skipped a whole generation of uh, console gaming mm. uh, with no new GTA game during from that was specially made for that console. Because oh. like, you know, PS3 had, I think, GTA 5, like, right? Then after that, it's just been re-releases or remasters and everything all the way till GTA 6, which is already like PS5 really. Like, they Whoa. skipped the PS4 entirely, like, for example. It's, it's number one in trending on in Singapore also. Yeah, yeah. 116 million views two days yeah. ago. Yeah. I mean, can, well, can you imagine if it came out like during COVID or something like oh, just wow. fill people's I'm just thinking what would be a Grand Theft Auto version Singapore version Singapore oh mm. I mean open MRT door money launderer money launderer <laughs> <laughs> no you know jumping Nebric, out of the Nebric. bungalow oh, yeah. jumping out of the bungalow <laughs> Then after that, jumping to F1 car and then jumping trying to the escape, F1. evade the police. <laughs> Going to JB, you know, like at the causeway. Yeah. Fucking get me out. Traffic, get me traffic. Out. <laughs> but it will only be like three levels. Uh, three levels. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like 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 in the corporate world or or political world or something like you know. Maybe uh, Maybe more oh, a bit more interesting. Yeah, the, the the trailer looks insane. Yeah, it looks fun, right? Yeah, it looks crazy. But yeah, that was our episode about uh, the transparency. The transparency episode. Yeah, in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So again, yeah, let us know what you guys think about this episode, especially yeah. in the survey yeah. uh, or in the comments on Reddit also. You know, mm. that's a good place to also talk about things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, first thing survey, la, survey. First thing survey. Yeah, Do the damn survey. Do the, man. Do the survey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once again, link is in the show notes. Please check Landela out uh, and follow us on social media. Uh, share this podcast episode it, with someone if you enjoyed it and email us if you want to work with us, man. Contact at ministryoffunny.com. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, everybody.